Give the gift of sustainable ambition this holiday. During this season, on my website, I'm offering 25% off both the Sustainable Ambition Workbook and Planner and my little book of curiosity. The Workbook and Planner is great for those who like to plan and appreciate structure. You can use the planner to help make the integration of life and work more sustainable. It helps you prioritize your life and work ambitions for the year, create your personalized sustaining plan, and track your progress throughout the year. The planner can also be something you use with friends and colleagues to help support each other and provide accountability. I offer a guide to facilitate those conversations. This could be right for you or for those in your life. My little book of curiosity is perfect for anyone wondering what might be next for their life or work, or for those who want to stay on a growth and learning curve and remain engaged and ambitious from decade to decade. It's the perfect small fun gift for any holiday celebration. You can learn more at sustainableambition.com books. That's sustainableambition.com books. Happy holidays. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kathy Onetto, and this is the Sustainable Ambition Podcast, the podcast that explores how to be ambitious and navigate life and work from decade to decade without sacrificing your life or yourself. And here we are. Can you believe it? It is the end of the year. When this is airing, it will be the last week of December. I'll admit I'm recording this early, as one often does for podcasts. And today is my last episode of the year. Wow. Hard to believe, as I said. And for that reason, I'm going to do two things. First, I'm going to share three ideas that I hope can help us all find some grounding as we close out the year and start the next, given the environment we happen to be in right now. And second, I'm going to share some prompts of reflection with you to help you pause and reflect on the close of the year. I really believe that self-reflection is so important and really powerful to help us learn about ourselves and to craft our more positive narrative around what's transpired in our lives and to take away learning that can carry us forward into the coming year. So that's what I want to offer for you in this episode. And I'm sharing these three things in the spirit of helping us all end the year, perhaps with a bit more peace. I know that might be hard to think that we can do, given the state of the world. And for those of us who happen to live in places that aren't experiencing strife, I know that we are privileged to be living in a way that is a little bit more easeful already in that regard. And yet the first idea or concept that I wanted to share with you is something that resonated with me because I've been struggling over the last couple of years with this idea of how do I allow myself to step into peace, ease, or joy when so many difficult things are happening in the world or when so many other people are suffering How can I allow myself to experience those feelings, even though I may need those feelings so that I can sustain myself and carry forward? The concept that I learned was from Cheryl Strayed. She really brought this forward in interviews earlier this year when she was getting interviewed a lot when her TV show, Tiny Beautiful Things, was coming out. 
And she shared this concept called agathism. Agathism is defined as the doctrine that all things tend toward ultimate good. And it accepts that evil and misfortune can exist out in the world, but that ultimately things eventually tend toward an outcome of good. Cheryl Strayed combined this with the philosophy that her mother instilled in her, which was to look for the beautiful things in the world. And it inspired her term of this tiny, beautiful things to search for those tiny, beautiful things out in the world. This concept resonated with me a lot. And what she talked about was this idea that even when you see the evil that might be out there or the bad that might be out there, oftentimes right alongside it, you also can see the good, the bad of what somebody else might be doing right alongside the good of somebody coming to help. The bad of the pandemic, the beauty of all those caregivers who are willing to sacrifice themselves and their health to care for others. I think it's a wonderful thing to remember at this time, especially when we are fortunate, to look for those tiny, beautiful things, those moments where you do see good happening in the world and really acknowledging those. And even if it's happening within your life, to be very grateful for them. So that's the first idea or concept, this idea of agathism and this idea that things tend toward good despite the bad that is out there in the world. The second idea that I wanted to share isn't new, but I think we all need a reminder of this. And I think it's important as we step into the holidays because it's the time when we spend oftentimes with people we love, people we're close to, people we really do want to spend time with and connect with. And I think this is especially important this year. I know for myself, as we've gotten back out into the world, per se, I know I haven't been able to connect with those closest to me as much as I would have liked. And so it is during this time when we slow down somewhat for the holidays, or at least have time with those we love, to be reminded, to be present, in the moment. I wanted to share these two quotes from two different individuals on this topic. The first is from James Clear of Atomic Habits. He wrote, relax. Your rumination, analysis, worry, and need to control the future are robbing you of the current moment. Yes, there is a time for preparation, but continually thinking of the future guarantees you'll never enjoy in the present. So that is one quote that just resonated me from a standpoint of putting aside where we often spend much of our time in terms of being goal and ambition focused, and yet allowing ourselves in the moment of the holidays to really slow down, relax, put the worry about what might happen in the future aside, and really allow yourself to drop into the present moment. And then to complement that, the second quote is from Ram Das who is the American spiritual teacher, a guru of modern yoga. He was a psychologist and a writer. And this also is about presence. He said, when you give another human being, your family or your business, the fullness of your being at any moment, a little is enough. When you give them half of it, because you're time binding with your mind, there is never enough. 
You begin to hear the secret that being fully in the present moment is the greatest gift you can give to each situation. I loved this reminder that a little bit of your full presence and attention is enough. It's when we try to split our mind and aren't focused in the present moment that there's never enough. So perhaps that's a good reminder for us all to really be present as we enter these holidays and this time with individuals. The final idea I wanted to leave you with is around the idea of creating experiences and how we might be able to shape those experiences as we enter the end of year and as you think about the coming of the new year, because I know this is actually coming out the last week in December, so it's getting to you a little bit late. You might have already had your some of your events with your um, close family and friends, um, but there's still time to take this into the final days of the year and the beginning of next year. And I love this idea just of how do you want to shape and create experiences that you're going to have with people? And then to add on to this idea of not trying to control an experience, but thinking, how might you enable an experience? I'm borrowing this guidance from Jennifer Garvey Berger. I got a chance to take a coaching class with her. She is the co-founder and CEO of an organization called Cultivating Leadership, and she has a master's and doctorate from Harvard University. She's just a brilliant thinker, and I really appreciated her teaching and her books and her philosophies. They really, really resonated with me. And I really just loved this idea of how do we Stop trying to control situations, control experiences, but instead rather, how might you enable what you might want to create or have happen? So I'll leave you with that as well, creating experiences and enabling them. So those three concepts, agathism, remembering that things tend toward good, looking for those tiny, beautiful things, being present, and then creating experiences through enabling, not necessarily controlling. So with that, now let's step into some time for reflection, allowing you to reflect on the last year, the last 12 months that have transpired. So I'm going to keep this at a high level and offer just a few prompts or questions here for you to ponder. And you might want to capture notes in your phone if you're out and about or in a journal, whatever works best for you. And then if you want to go deeper, you can get a free New Year Reflection Guide at SustainableAmbition.com slash guide. That's SustainableAmbition.com slash guide. So let's get into these. Let's get started with this first prompt. So write a headline or capture three adjectives that finish this statement. The last 12 months were... Now reflect back on the last 12 months and go month by month in your mind. The reason I want to do this too is I don't know about for you, all of you, but for me, I hate saying this because you guys know pacing is really important to me and I used even pacing this year, but still it seems as if this year did go by quite fast. And what I appreciate about going month by month, which is what I'd love for you to do is just to recall and remember Actually, how much has probably transpired for you over the course of this year? So with this reflection, 
go month by month in your mind over the last 12 months and really think about what were the highlights. Create your highlight reel of the year. Think about what were the dramatic highs of the year for you and get those clear in your mind. When you think about that and reflect back on those 12 months and perhaps some of those dramatic highs, what are you most proud of and what do you want to acknowledge yourself for? And then also ask yourself, what are you grateful for? Next, let's reflect on how sustainable the last 12 months were for you. So the first thing I'd like for you to do is rate the last 12 months on how sustainable it was for you. So give it a five if the last 12 months were very sustainable, and give it a one if it was not sustainable at all, and then give it a rating in between, depending on where it best fits for you, in between very sustainable to not sustainable at all. And then after you've given it your rating, reflect on what made it sustainable, and then also what made it unsustainable. Okay, great. I don't know about for all of you. Again, (laughs) this year was a little unusual to me. I think it just felt unusual because we were kind of back out in the world more fully, even more so than in 2022. And I feel like for me, I still don't have my routine down and how I should be operating in this world that's now open, but yet I'm doing kind of hybrid work and I'm at home and how do I really manage all this? So it's just continued to open up for me. I know some lessons about, well, who am I now and how do I like to operate and what suits me best? So that's kind of where these this line of questioning is going a bit. Um, but think about for you, reflecting on this past year, what did you learn about yourself? And then think even more broadly, not just about yourself, but how things kind of went this past year and consider what do you want to take forward into the next year? And then think about what do you want to do differently as you move into the next 12 months? All right. And then the final three prompts I want to give you, explore just what's next for you. So finish these three statements. I am ready to be. I am ready to do. I am ready to become. So I hope those are helpful for you as you give yourself the gift of time and pausing and reflection to just look back at the past year and to help set you up for the coming year. It's hard to believe it's going to be 2024. I just want to say I am so grateful for those of you who have joined me for another year of the podcast. Thank you so much. I hope you have found it helpful in being able to listen to these various interviews I've been able to have this year. I really appreciated so many of the conversations, all of them, really. I just, it's a joy to be in conversation with everyone I have the chance to interview. And I really hope that you learn things that have helped you further step into sustainable ambition for yourself. 
I'm also curious about your thoughts on the podcast or questions and requests of topics you'd like to explore. If you're interested in the new year, if you want to please send me a note, you can. You can send it to podcast at sustainableambition.com and let me know any ideas that you might have. I'm always open for that. And then just so you know, I am also working on a book. I think some of you know that. And if you would like to follow along on that journey and learn more about what I'm exploring and my progress, you can sign up to come behind the book at sustainableambition.com behind the book. Happy holidays, everyone, and have a beautiful end and start to the new year. I look forward to being with you in 2024. Cheers. Cheers.